Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflot from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a video quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. The go-home show ahead of this weekend's Survivor Series. Which myself and Michael Hamlet will be doing the live stream reactions for on Saturday night. So do join us for YouTube uh, on YouTube for that one. But I've got to say, a lot of the times, WWE recently have sort of gone... Well, we're just coming off the back of something big or we're about to have something big, Crown Jewel or whatever it may be, and we'll just sort of phone it in. They haven't done it this week. This show looks absolutely stacked. It's Friday night. You know what that means. <laughs> no, Jim, not Dynamite. It's the best show of the week. It's SmackDown Worldborn. What a card. What a card. You were briefing me on the show before we came in in our prep, and with everything you added to the little list, there was no need or real mention for Go Home! Fallout, React, yeah. or any of the safe bets that we typically lean on when they give us nothing to work with. This is a loaded card with ramifications. One guaranteed surprise that could go a number of different ways. Yeah. I'm really like earnestly looking forward to speculating with you on. And a series of matches that promise decent action with like consequential outcomes as well. Mm. A tremendous and packed... So much so that the extra stuff that they're going to fit in to fill this two hours is bonus material because the stuff we already know is going to happen is good enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's just dive straight into it then because we talked a lot about it yesterday. We did a sort of extended preview of Survivor Series War Games, uh, which you can go and check out now. What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, Simon Miller will be bringing you his predictions later mm. on today, I believe. Um, but as much as it disappointed the crowd on Monday Night Raw, it is... So exciting to not know who Team Belair's fifth member is to take on Team Damage Katarl, as I believe they are being called. Um, And this has gone from someone who we thought may well, 
and not to dismiss them, and I'd be still nope. happy with the likes of a other Candice LeRae uh, or Beth Phoenix, as you've talked before. Mm-hmm. But this has gone into realms of of real, genuine surprise and excitement. We've talked before about Tegan Knox, but the big name that's doing the rounds this week is Becky Lynch, and I didn't see that coming. No, what a list to be able to pick from. Becky Lynch, um, obviously being not promoted, but the idea that there is this big star worthy of a, a reason to draw an audience tonight, that's why they've obviously held it off, is, I, I think, is interesting on two counts. Number one, um, they have elected to bring her back at the last possible second. Not that you need to sell buys for the show now, mm. but you ideally want to have the interest at a fever pitch ahead of the show itself. So bringing Becky Lynch back would obviously be a shock to a damage control system, having them been the ones that put her out just shortly after SummerSlam when she turned babyface and all that. And it would be, um, you have less than 24 hours, but sometimes less is more in terms of how long you've got to anticipate her return. Oh. Um, it's weird, right? War Games is, of course, an immensely physical and dangerous way to return to the ring from an injury. And yet, if it was to be Becky Lynch, we can safely assume she'd probably be the last one out of the cage. So, like, there may be some pretty horrific bumps when she's in there, but it's almost like I'm there for a good time, not a long one. Yeah. You wouldn't be asking her to go out there and do 25, 30 minutes. It would probably be a couple of big spots, big moments, huge bap, whatever. So I could very much see it. I could absolutely see it. I think the reports, there's obviously been enough out there to suggest that the... Um, it's not just rumour mongering, the you know, discussion of when she's going to be making a return anyway. There'd already been rumble speculation and the like. We didn't, felt like we didn't have a concrete timeline on her injury for this mm-hmm. reason, so that the suspense could be high. Uh, and yet, the speculation on some of the other members is just as A, fun, and B, logical that all of this could be, not that it's a bait and switch because they haven't baited us, but it would be a bait and switch from the stories that, yeah. we've, that we've heard about Lynch. The names that you've reeled off there are ones that we've talked about for weeks now because they all make sense. Candice LeRae, if she isn't also shoot injured, has war games experience and was taken out by Damage Katara. Yep. Tegan Knox was a sentimental favourite of WWE fans and certainly a favourite of Triple H that sustained a couple of injuries that had a notable, huge war games angle with Dakota Kai, who is on the other side of the ring, should they be able yep. to get her back in the fold. And we have heard reports of Triple H trying to bolster the women's division. She would be that. Beth Phoenix has this ongoing story with Rhea Ripley that you just sense they won't. Still weird being in the Triple H era. That won't matter. Yeah. You don't know when, but Beth Phoenix will return and Rhea Ripley's up creek as a result. So that's <laughs> going to be cool too. So she makes sense. And the one I keep going back to, and this is based on nothing but speculation, and one of our favorite bits of Office Pat there is that everybody is excited. The baby faces themselves are excited to announce Becky Lynch. But before they can... Uh... Oh, <laughs> Charlotte Flair puts herself on the team somehow, oh. and they're even selling. Eh? Uh, but she's like, "I'm back. I'm here. I made it. You didn't need to ring. I knew. I knew you meant me. Yeah. Like, so I just had a feeling that you were in four horse. Yeah, you got me. You got me. And they're all like, uh, "You." And obviously, then it becomes, "Can they possibly cope with her? Can they trust her? Whatever." Um, and maybe even it's the. I was thinking the Miz and. Uh, all right, I'll join Team WWE. And things like, oh, we've got somebody else, mate. It's Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, that way, told the paper, the premium live event. Them doing that on SmackDown, of that being the Becky Lynch oh. reveal of Charlotte, like, like Bianca Belair. And we're ready to introduce our partner. And even there in the ring gun. And she's coming out with a robe, the whole deal, the fireworks. That's not Del Rio. That's not Del Rio's music. <laughs> Michael calls her, Charlotte Flair, what? And she just takes the microphone, and then Becky Lynch's music hits. That's the partner. And you've got all that tension revisit between the two of them, whatever. And look at that. We haven't even said Sasha Banks' name yet. And it 
probably still is boss time on Saturday. There are now conflicting reports that she's nothing to do with it. It's tense, this. It's a good... It, like, it could be nothing. It could. They haven't advertised. This is one of them things where this is far from the Fiend... Not the Fiend. Uh, Bray, Wyatt, <laughs> Bray Wyatt or CM Punk. This yes. is not that. They've not had um yeah if you if you you shouldn't be disappointed regardless of it if it's flipping djap i'll be quite excited yeah. as long as it's not djap if you if you know what i mean if it's Aye. piper niven and they go well you got the crazy nikki ash so we've got a former friend of hers yeah who wants to kick her and like piper niven could do some mint spots in war games there's loads of people it could be the sasha banks thing um they've not had uh, what would be a good example? Well, the White Rabbit, the entire White Rabbit campaign, Kenny Omega wearing a Cookie Monster shirt, all like they've not had situations where, say, damaged Katala randomly beating up a blue haired woman backstage, yeah. or like somebody's found Bailey picks up something on the floor she's seen, and it's one of those boss rings. There's none of that. There's no, it's speculation and understandable speculation. It's in Boston, wicked pisser. <laughs> um, and you wonder even then if a lot of those tickets were sold on the idea from fans that she might be, but this is not something WWE have actively put out there it would be awesome it yeah. would be cool i think we all want it and i i think it's still going to happen but anyone listening to this should take that as my personal markish yeah. speculation not anything that we know there's no i just think it might i really would like it to happen like you say i don't know no reason to to you know say it's definitely going to mm. obviously um i do think though nowadays in this modern world that we live in, the best way to throw people off the scent if you're going to return specifically to WWE is just start registering trademarks. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, cool, Mercedes, Bernardo, whatever it is, yeah. has, has registered all this. Guess she's not coming back to WWE then, which means if she does come back, yeah, something to throw people off. But yeah, can't, I can't wait to find this out tonight. Yeah, it's a massive hook. Some, uh, you know, in olden days, there's a chance that I'd have gone, yeah, I know I'm doing the stream, but do I have to watch the SmackDown before? Is anything <laughs> actually going to happen? And we were talking about this yesterday. Mm. How far removed does it feel that a year ago, well, not exactly a year ago, it was on the show more so than the, the, the go-home mm-hmm. SmackDown, we were all focused on an egg. How is, yeah, how is that just a year ago? Things like 2022 in wrestling being the way it's been. Things like MJF CM Punk was this year. Yeah. CM Punk Eddie Kingston was just 12 months ago. Uh, Steve Austin returned at this WrestleMania. Cody's already been in and gone again. Logan Paul's arrived and become the best rookie of the year. Yeah, and yet the egg, and what was seemingly... I'll tell you what's significant about the egg. Give us one more go on the button. I like that sound. Egg! Yeah. What's significant to me about that is that that shot of Vince McMahon holding the egg and all the superstars being made to gather around it. <gasps> oh, my God. Not only is it Vince McMahon, he's got an egg. Can you remember who was in the picture? I'm going to see if I can find oh this. Oh, God. See I, honestly, I feel like Ricochet was there. Do you know what? I honestly can't because in my head, Google, on the screen at the same time, right, Google uh, Pamela Anderson, Royal Rumble 1995. Right. Because there's a shot where she gets out the limo and all the wrestlers are like have to be around there. And it's so funny watching the new generation crop have to react to Pamela. You've got, like, Mabel and... Dink. And, oh my God, it's Pamela Anderson. I wish you would take me here. Like, <laughs> and the shot of Vince getting out the limo with the egg, I f- like reminds me of that. So when I think of Vince and the egg, I think of what's Mabel doing there? <laughs> looking at the egg. What's, what's Doink there for? So I've got. Okay, I'll say. Yeah, Ricochet's a good shout. Ricochet's not. Unless he's, there's a someone being blocked by the egg, which would be awful if that is the case. In this uh, photo I'm looking at here. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is there. Street Profits. Street Profits are not there on the photo oh. that I'm looking at, at least. 
from the um, article, who stole Vince McMahon's $100 million egg revealed. Titus O'Neil? No, good guess, though. Yeah. Someone who is heavily involved in war games. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay. It's not anyone from the line. Um, Seamus? No, Ridge the Fridge. Ridge Holland's there. Ridge the Fridge, very smartly dressed. Can I look at this? Yes. Uh, you've also got uh, Mansoir. Mansoir. <laughs> uh, Jinder's there. And most importantly of all, Scripts is very excellent. Scripts. I don't know who that is. I feel like, look, that one. That's my favorite. That's fa- my favorite. But when he's holding the egg off, I got the egg. But who's getting mugged off by getting the egg shoved in front of their <laughs> face there? I've never even noticed that body was there. And of course, this kicked off the Austin. Who's that? Is that, who's that? Is that Shanky in the background? Might be. I, he's not dancing, so I can't tell. So we've had 12 months of Austin theory at this point as well, because that was kind of what got him in Vince's yeah. good graces, wasn't it? Is that he found the egg. Because there's the selfie as well. Can you find the Austin Theory selfie? Yes. Well, he looks right. like an, he looks like a turtle. <laughs> right. Okay. It's. Oh, I think it's. Wait a second. It's. Oh my god! Are you crashing on Medkip? It's bloody Medkip in the Medkip. Look, look how look how happy he is. That there's an egg. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's a big bigger shot there. Oh, Sonny Dijak's there. There he is. Oh, Marcy is there. Aaliyah's <laughs> there. Oh, look. all the stars. Just clapping for an egg. Like he's like he's like, he's trying to calm it down. It's a fifty second clip onto his YouTube channel. And he's like, guys, 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 calm down. Oh, what's the egg? <laughs> Look, and they don't pop for it no, initially. They... Brings out the egg, and they go, hey. pop the egg. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Marseille's face. Oh my god, the egg! <laughs> I'm just showing Willboard as a side by side. Pamela Anderson getting out of a limo. You got you got Mabel and Ding. Got the eclectic hey. mix, yeah. Bob, uh, Henry Godwin. Hey, I'm going to slap you with my bucket. Yeah, obviously. Uh, we'll we'll circle back to the whole bloodline war games advantage thing. The egg there. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do that. A little bit later, <laughs> but as I said, it is the go home show edit Survivor Series, uh, and one of the most obvious matches on the card is, of course, a shot C versus Ronda. Ronda's going to retain tomorrow. Spoilers. Yes. Uh, but tonight, Ronda and Shayna. Hang on, wait a second. That would have been the wrong button. Ronda and Shayna team up against Shotzi and Raquel Rodriguez. Now, we had the obligatory, oh, well, she pinned the the mate of Ronda. Mm. If that happens, then blah, blah, blah. I feel like they should just break Raquel Rodriguez. I love Raquel Rodriguez and her big back, but I want to see her arm get broken tonight. Is that bad? No, I'm really really concerned that Ronda might get pinned tonight. Oh, God. They team together for the first time. And the point of this team, of Ronda and Shayna, is that they're just harder than everybody else, right? The SmackDown division is useless, and they're just so much harder than everybody else. And yet, because WWE kind of only has a few set ways to build things, mm-hmm. last week we saw Shotzi get that banana skin victory over Shayna, rolls out and celebrates on the floor with Raquel. And I worry that we're getting the same again this week, but maybe over Ronda herself. This idea that, well, it only takes one... You know, like one mistake mm-hmm. or something like that. I know they're very quite careful with when Ronda loses. She's lost to Charlotte. She lost at WrestleMania to Becky, and she lost twice. To, like to live twice. So like they've they've done enough now of her getting beaten. God, don't yeah, just don't lose now until WrestleMania. I agree, but I'm really worried that we're going to get the banana skin finish, and you can see like Shayna crawling in to break the pin up, but like Raquel grabbing her legs or something, and Ronda's like, oh my god, Chelsea got the win. Is this going to happen again tomorrow? No. no. <laughs> Profoundly, no. 
But I, I've got concerns over this. This is not... I was very much looking forward to them teaming up for the first time. This is not the context with which I was hoped that was going to happen. What I wanted was the launch of them as a team against, say, for example, Raquel and Aaliyah. And, oh, my God, someone's going to die. Yeah. Whereas tonight, it doesn't seem like they will because you can't... The only way you could do it, I guess, is have... If you really want to keep them strong, you have Shotzi put in a spirited effort, but yeah. get beaten down, makes a hot tag, and then they absolutely wreck Raquel Rodriguez. And then she's out for tomorrow, so Shotzi has got no one to help her. And yeah. Then, like I say, I, d- I don't wish... It's not going to be books, that's all. It's not yeah, I don't wish it. violence towards Raquel Rodriguez. No. In the big, bigger picture, I'd have Raquel be one of the challenges Ronda has to face on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Whether a, it be a on credible TV opponent or a, a Rumble bit. or whatever it may be, because it's one of those where the Rumble, you could literally have, you know, shanky face uh, Roman. Sorry, because I'm thinking of Shanky versus Ronda Rousey now, and I want that. A great deal. <laughs> He's got the music in him. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't fight that. <laughs> because um you, the rumble sells that. Mm. You don't have to you can put literally any other match on it. Yeah. It's nice when they put good ones on, but you know what I mean by that. But yeah, I hope it's not another just oh bloody hell because mm-hmm. I want these two. I've said this from the moment Shayna Baszler choked out some fool backstage. I think it was Shotzi actually initially, but I feel like they were a bit roughing people up beforehand. Natalia, that's who it was. Yeah. Um I feel like just need her in the face. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I want them to be. This is the beginnings of the like. I don't care if uh, Ronda should just comfortably beat Shotzi, which mm. makes it even more heelish when she's like, "I'm going to use my mate, who's also a trained yeah. MMA killer, to help me win, and then build and build and build and build." And then who on earth could dethrone this person one on one this time, not in a triple threat? Mm. Really, it's really straight. It's really easy to book sometimes. It is cool, by the way, that if, assuming this return goes down tonight, the idea that they could slightly drop, this would be a way to drop Becky Lynch on the SmackDown. Quite a nice Ooh. touch. Because that would have them on the same brand again, like just in time. So if it was Becky Lynch tonight, there you go. That's a nice... Very good. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, the World Cup is going on right now, of course. Uh Iran have just hit the post twice oh. against Wales. As uh, a bit of an update <laughs> for what we uh, for the for the second most important World Cup going on at the moment. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, I believe is the semi-finals tonight. Uh, hey, hang on! The World Cup on Fox. Aren't the uh, United States of America in action on Fox in the World Cup tonight? They are indeed. Who are, who are those guys? But I bet they're taking on a bunch of jobbers. A bunch of footballing assholes. They were taking on the guys who were uh, kind of invented soccer, uh-huh. and that's good old, good old Blighty. I, you know what I love? You know what I love about those guys over there in Ingerland? I like those guys, right? Because those guys, they got three lines on their shirt, and I love Adidas too. <laughs> I'm wearing an Adidas jacket. I got three lines down my arm across my chest because I still see that tackle by Moore, <laughs> and when Linux Randy Moore, scores, that is. Nobby bouncing a ball. I don't know, Nobby. Uh, Nobby was dancing, actually. Yeah, he was. But I really love it that they sing about three lines on a shirt because I got three lines on my pants, on my sneakers, on my tennis socks. <laughs> I'm a big Adidas guy. but I, They don't sing about having a swoosh on their shirt, but that's who sponsors their shirt. Yes. With, in all seriousness, America have got the greatest kits. If you look at the American kit history, there is a... Oh, yeah. So you've got the 1994 famous ones, the Stars and Stripes kit, but there is a... There you go. Get on the old uh, Google machine. Throw in uh, USA Away Kit 2014 and tell me that's not just one of the prettiest football shirts you've ever seen. 2014. Oh, my God. Are you looking at blue top-down, white stripe yeah, in the middle, yeah, red yeah. with the shorts? I'm looking at Clint Dempsey. Clint Goddamn Dempsey. Landon Donovan. Brian McBride. Oh, Brian, Brian McBride. I just do hope that uh, uh, the Ingerland guys get stopped by Casey Keller. I think Alexis. is a good, a good GK for us. Like so that's in the pocket. But to show it's all it's all they're all niceties here. Yep. I'll play this. And God bless the United States. So good luck to the United States uh and tonight against Ingerland, but I do hope that Harold Kane takes your ass to school. People, I'm assuming listening to this will be really pleased that we've um shown balance. Mm. Because many people often get in our Twitter replies and ask us to be more balanced in our coverage. <laughs> So that's what they're referring to. That's what they're referring to, isn't it? Is that England and the USA are playing football tonight? Football. Uh, but let's do the two uh, semi-finals together because mm-hmm. it feels like there's only a one route that's going to happen here. <laughs> of course, the winner of this gets a shot at the IC champion. I just wish he'd run away from one of the people uh, <laughs> in this semi-final that would really build a decent story. Um, you've got Butch yeah. versus Santos Escobar and Burn! versus Ricochet. Yeah. I mean, not to pee all over your analysis here, but it's Santos and Braun in the final, isn't it? Sure is. Sure is. <laughs> I am... Um, I th- right. Before we get to this, because, yeah, those are the two results, and we can talk a little bit about how they're going to arrive at those finishes. You know what we haven't talked about this week? But I, but I understand 
um, that it has generated a little bit of conversation online. Um, and I had a very respectful but strong disagreement with Andy Murray over this, over the desks mm-hmm. the other day. So I'm asking you impartially here, what did you think of, because we talked about this on the review, but a few days have passed, the Gunther Braun thing? Because on the review, I, I don't think there'd been any kickoff about it at this point. I put it over. Yeah. I liked it. I thought in context, he chopped and chopped and chopped, it didn't work, and he's kind of like, he's been rattled. That was how I took it. Yeah. Right? And then, I think later in the week, Murray had said, oh man, they got Gunther running away. We were just talking about something else. I was like, oh, I quite like that. He's like, what? Like, is that your fed brain kicking in? <laughs> I just, I, I think it's all right. Do you know what? This is something I used to do as a bit of a gimmick, uh-huh. but I, he's not been perfect. I'm not suggesting that. And I, I, I'll i admit, I, I maybe do give WWE far more of a pass than I do AEW on certain yeah, things. Yeah. But we talked about them holding them to a higher standard, et cetera, et cetera, right? But this is a gimmick that I would have dropped 12 months ago, and even you might have told me to F off. <laughs> With what Triple H has done, uh-huh. not just with storylines that he's picked up, but in particular, and they can't believe I'm saying this, what he's done, the turnaround he's achieved with Austin Theory in the past three weeks, mm-hmm. right? That we're not going, why the hell is he in this triple threat match? Yeah, yeah. Pipe? I'm going to let it play out. Because oh I also went, ooh, kind of looks like a bit of a bitch. But mm-hmm. then I also thought, ah, it's a good story, though, of like, Oh, God, has Gunther met his match? Yeah. Uh, narrator, in my, if I'm booking it, he hasn't. He's going to beat him. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll crack him eventually in the match, yeah. So, I'm, like, I get it. Just the image of Braun versus Gunther's good, but it, I don't know. I feel like I want to see, yeah, Gunther's got more variety to him, and he's had some, like, I saw a thing of, like, it was a bit, yeah, what's it called? Uh, not fake actors or whatever, disingenuous yeah, people yeah. online, where they were like, uh, since it's a shame to change his name to Gunther, check out all the bangs he's had. I was like, I don't think those two things are looked. <laughs> no. I don't think they went, oh, he, he, he stepped into a WWE ring. Well, I'm going to wrestle like Gunther now. Everybody in good faith is going, I can't believe how good this run's been. Yes. Yeah. Nobody's saying uh, <laughs> they finally have found the missing ingredient, was getting rid of that stupid Walter name. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's ab- like he's having a hell of a run. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, he's got, a b- they, and it's main roster, they want him to have a bit more variety because at the end of the day, this run's going to come to an end. He yeah. will be defeated. I, if it was me booking it, it'd be at WrestleMania. Probably to Rick Boogs, actually, if I was booking it, but still. Um, so he needs to showcase that he can do more than just be foreign invade. Like, in the olden days, he'd do this, he'd yeah. lose, and then he'd go to another territory yeah. and just do it all over again. So they're showing a bit of variety. I wasn't, you know, best pleased, I've got to be honest. But I also went, well, this is, sh- this is clearly going somewhere. You look at the Final Four, and as much as I adore the likes of Escobar, Butch, and Ricochet... He ain't winning it. No. Butch might win it, but I'm going, well, the other side, it's going to be Braun. Mm-hmm. It has to be a baby face that wins it. And Butch, there's an easy way that you get around it. A, Santos Escobar's got a load of people in his stable with Zelina Vega that can, oh, bloody hell, all this interference, and that's just a classic heel trait. But also, if that all fails and they get kicked out of ringside, guess what? The bloodline are going to come around and piss him off. So it's like, oh, yeah. Absolutely batters him, yeah. And then feeds him to, yeah. Or just looks at him. Because Solaskova did that with a look at Crown Jewel. Don't forget to Jake Paul. Jake, Jake Paul's like, yeah, I'll knock out both of you. So, um, who's this guy? Because <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's how that's how Butch loses. I think. And Ricochet does some flippy floppy stuff or whatever the crap that Braun. How about when you win this tournament, Braun? Just don't go on Twitter for a while. Yeah. The, maybe just t- actually, if you're friends with Braun, because he's incredibly talented and a big man, and his name's Adam, so he's all right, right? <laughs> 
just delete the Twitter app off his phone and say, yeah, it's died. Elon Musk took it over and it's, it's died. It's not died yet. Yeah. Just tell him it has. And then we can just enjoy the fact that Braun Strowman, when he's not ruining what he's achieved at a Saudi show on Twitter, is really fun as a big, big guy. Braun beating Ricochet tonight off the back of um, getting ethered really by pretty much everybody on Twitter and Ricochet getting getting to score a few points last week. Yeah. Uh, one of the flippy floppers, all that sort of stuff. Got ethered by Ali, didn't he? Yeah, it's just, it feels sad that on screen he still gets to win. Yeah. And I think I think if it was a different monster, I don't even think people would be that fussed about the Gunther backing off thing. I think it's because Braun in particular is this guy yeah. people that really like or respect. Um, but I do expect him to win. I can't decide if there's a Mustafa Ali turn here, but then Braun should probably just win. He should probably just beat yeah. him clean. And like, I don't know if that's like over-egging the pudding a little bit, but I did like the little the little owens Zane callback in the way that like Ricochet was helping him to the back. And there was a, you picked up on like how yeah. kind of condescending he was in the body of the match. And that's at some elbow we, to the back of his head for his troubles for that. We keep saying like, at some point, Mustafa Ali like has to turn around before, or get released I don't, before I don't it's too late. Happened. Before it's too late, or is it already too late? And he will eventually just get released because the burial has been like one for the ages thus far. That's for so, your release. You've got it now. We've just removed all. Yeah, yeah. We've just released you from Austin Theory's do hands way. into Bobby Lashley's chest. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, WWE. Ali's far too talented to be released. Obviously, but yeah. Uh, uh, aye, the final will be those two. And Braun Santos. Yeah, and Braun. And then really. Braun can knock over everyone in the God of Del Fantasma. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's overcome those odds, but can he overcome? Imperium and blah blah blah, and that's yeah, that's a money match for the winter period. There you go, yeah, yeah. Um, what's next for Bray Wyatt? LA Night stuff last week was a, was a, adored by us. Sort of great, actually. Um, I think uh, so. Yeah, I think tonight they're going to advertise uh, because Bray Wyatt is this figure that still is, like, it was weird when he was dropped into this LA Knight thing, but I think the segment was really effective last week, and I think people were, like, his eyes were, it was quite a powerful visual. Yeah. Quite a magnetic moment for Bray, which he needed. He did need one. Still of not it. off that train yet, me. I, I'm off it, but I did really enjoy last week. I well, wonder. You've got all day tickets, so you can get back on. Yeah. I, I should think so. It's cost me enough money. <laughs> I think that tonight he... Wait a second, NXT character, evil train conductor. Write that one down. Hang on. There we go, yeah. I've been uh, riding the rails, but it's time for me to get the train back on track. <laughs> I'll see you at NXT. Broad Strowman's like, you're stealing my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, Ely Dragunov says, you're stealing my gimmick because he does that. Conductor! Oh, yeah. I'm the conductor. Uh, which I, I say Ilya Dragunov like, is a conductor, but it's not like he sells any tickets, is it? So, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, the oh, was, that was too nasty, actually. I've lost my train of thought. Ah, train, the train of thought! There you I go. We, hear, we, we get a train of thought. from uh, What's the guy's name? What's, what are we going to call him? What are we going to call this, this character? Uh, so his nickname is Off the Rails. Okay. And it, like, he sells tickets. Well, just why don't you just give it Wendy Chu? So she becomes Wendy Choo Choo. <laughs> Wendy Choo Choo's gone off the rails. But this gimmick is selling tickets. You've done it. <laughs> Fixed it. There you you are. Check, check. You are welcome. Um, that's why she was getting it. reminds me of old SmackDown previews. When it the does, yeah. rubbish. Uh, what we talked about. Speaking of things that are rubbish, I think LA Knight yeah, is going to say, oh, I think I'll be at Survivor Series, actually. I got some old business to take care of in Boston, Massachusetts. Awful lot of little boys in Boston, Massachusetts. And he's not going to count on the pay-per-view debut of Uncle Lowry. <sighs> 
I think Uncle Howdy makes an appearance. It's in some capacity at Survivor Series. Fifth member of Team Bel Air? Yeah, that was where I was going next. <laughs> um, and, oh my God, oh my God. Right, so you know how the slap was like quite, we said this, it was quite uniquely framed on the apron between the ropes. Yeah. Right? So Bray is in the second ring. Oh yeah, and, uh, they've uh, got one ring. Yeah. So no, LA Knight's in the ring first. Bray's like goes to join him, but LA Knight's trying to keep the hand. Okay, no more slaps, handshake. He's trying to keep it through the ropes, right? But then the lights go like, bleh, 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 bleh. and then Bray's suddenly gone. And in the second ring, there's Uncle Howdy now. Oh my God. You've got two rings to play, haven't you? you got one ring. you got two rings. you got two rings. So, yeah. Yeah, I... I Uncle, Uncle Howdy in, in the flesh for the first time at Survivor Series. No match, just... Yeah, like they need like they need to sell any more, like you say, tickets yeah. or anything. It's going to it's gonna do big numbers regardless, this show. Um, but, yeah, if it is Becky Lynch, plus Roman Reigns on pay-per-view, plus more Bray Wyatt stuff... Mm. It's got enough going for it, hasn't it? And yeah. we're... We're passing Massachusetts, and there's a kind of a big, uh, big female who's been missing for a while. Big star. It would be a, a wicked pisser. <laughs> uh, before we get to the uh, Usos Drew Sheamus oh, match, God, which yeah. I assume will probably main event this show. Oh no, maybe the reveal of Becky Lynch. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, it will decide decide the War Games advantage. Well, something to spring on you here, Michael Hamflet. It's time to play the game. Now, um, the Viking Raiders. Uh, Valhalla boy, you know, team thing yeah. were not on last week's show, mm-hmm. um, but previously they obviously arrived. Sarah Logan, uh, all that new gimmick, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and they targeted. Well, they just beat the crap out of everyone, but they did take out Hit Row. Yeah, have you seen the rap that Hit Row have done on the Viking Raiders? No, I really hope this doesn't grace tonight's show because I was looking forward to it. No, so that's their revenge is a rap. They don't need to physically attack. <laughs> I them. love that as a deadline. Their revenge is a rap. <laughs> <laughs> not not like a good acclaimed one. No, no, I've not seen this. No. no. So um, I'm going to give you to get you into it because okay. you know I'm quite you know fresh with my rhymes. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you some lines, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you one final line that was said by I believe Top Dollar, not Nada. Um, and I want you to see if you can guess the last bit. That's okay. the game. Right. Um, so this is uh, like did it, did it, did it, did it, guest lyric script but music exactly this is a couplets game like how good are these WWE writers with the main roster because they're absolutely used to sun NXT um, so uh, B-Fab Ashanti the Adonis I love Ashanti the Adonis by the way yeah me he's too he's really talented me too um, he uh, says you think this is a game like God of War Ragnarok or something that's one of the lines he says right uh, B-Fab says Nasty foot is looking frostbit. Get spun by your antlers. Deer, you've lost it. So pretty tight. Deer, and like the deer, animal deer. They literally spell it. It's got, got the that. lyrics written at the bottom. Oh. <laughs> right, okay. Yep. But complete the line from top dollar. Okay. Me and my guys, these cowards always wear a disguise. Either a mask or war paint made out of blank. Well, blank, blank, technically. Kind of the f- One more reader, please. Me and my guys, these cowards always wear a disguise. Either a mask or war paint made out of... The remnants of my useless <laughs> thighs. <coughs> Hang on. A little tease for a wrestle culture later. No, dear, that's wrong. Oh, I was thinking he was referencing his, like, fabled lucha background. <laughs> 
it's really bad, this. Okay. Me and my guys, these cowards always wear a disguise, either a mask or war paint made out of cow pies. Jesus Christ. Like, I was ready for something rubbish. You got poo on your face. Oh. Don't put this on telly tonight. Cow- oh. You know what, as well? There's like a more elegant use of cow pies in literature, and it's De- Desperate Dan's favourite food. He's yeah. in a big pie, and he's got the horns coming out, and the joke is that it's poo, but like in Desperate Dan world, he's just a big pie, because he's so massive, he's mm. all cow in the crust. That's what I think about. I was more of a, not to, you know, split the... Me too. I'm more of a Beano guy. Yeah, me too. And I get, like, I did get, I was into both, but what in the Battle of Brand Supremacy, I was a Beano guy. What wars would that be? <laughs> the uh, the DC Comics wars. <laughs> more of a Dennis the Menace kind of guy. <laughs> Yeah, like, do you reckon back then we'd have been like, <laughs> I just seen the dandy sales in the moon. <laughs> What's the key demo of the dandy? Desperate Dan could never. So, Cocky the Cat, huh, uh, he'll be uh, skinned by Roger the Dodger. Bash Street Kids would be. Bash Street yeah. Kids, yeah. Acknowledge <laughs> Walter the Softy. Swart. Swart. <laughs> it's like Enzo's a dandy kid. So from the Bashery kids to the bloodline, um, <laughs> they are in action tonight. Well, two members are at least yeah. uh, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, not Sammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus for the War Games advantage. We know that the heel team in the women's match have got the War Games advantage. Please, can I have another heel team getting the advantage here? I don't think it's going to happen. Don't be stupid, Triple H. Do not be stupid. It's hard to imagine Sheamus and Drew losing as they kind of they're not the core captains in that old Survivor Series way, but you can tell Drew is, the way he positions himself in these segments is also like, I'm also the boss. Yeah. There's some Michael Scott and Jim Harbour. We're two managers. You know, they're very much the um, the Roy Evans and Gerard Hulier of this War Games team, aren't yeah. they, at the moment? <laughs> Everybody can see that Sheamus is the kind of new boss now, but the, uh, we've not sacked me up. You know, they're working together, nah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Every business functions well with two managers. Um, no, sod it. The Usos are going to win. They're going to pin Drew McIntyre. Wow. Commit to the bit. The heels should win because that's how War Games works, you big-nosed idiot. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Drew can take this loss. Seamus can't. Drew's uh, had his title shot. What about, what about, because he, just because he thinks it's over, TikTok, somebody doesn't. And we're looking at the bloodline, but they've been disposed of by the Brawling Brutes. Proper rules, mm-hmm. so the Brawling Brutes don't come out until the Bloodline do. So when they've tried to run interference there, ran off. And out, like, Michael Cole's like, it's finally back to two on two. It's finally like... And then all of a sudden, Drew McIntyre is stopped dead in his tracks by an hourglass. Dropped in the corner of the ring, and he doesn't see that Karrion Cross has appeared from, like... And he hits that, like, not-so-hidden blade. <laughs> like, he should yes. have got, like, a seeking blade, because you can see it from miles away. <laughs> like, he hasn't got enough time to hit him with a wicked-wicked-wack-cross, Drew But he just decks him with that, and the Usos hit the... Double splash and get I hope that's what happens. I am an optimist. You know me, Hamlet, mm. but I'm also a realist. And I get the feeling... Um, well, spoiler, go and, do go and check out our preview for Survivor Series because we had a lot of fun doing that yesterday. And it's very educational. Um, <laughs> spoiler, we booked Jake eating the pin in War Games mm-hmm. as a result of Sammy. So, working that backwards. And because of Jay costing Sammy... In the World Cup last week, when he rolled across the ring, and Sammy was yeah. like, "What are you doing? I'm in the middle of a match." Jimmy's going to have to eat the pinfall here. Bro, kick because of them two fighting. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I just don't want it. I think the, and the only go. way, the only way this gets salvaged is Roman or Sammy. If you want to be having, but he's a, 
He plays a lovable idiot anyway. He's not that stupid. Yeah. So maybe Roman saying, they're arguing backstage. So let's say this opens the show, for example, and we're going to have Team Belair's fifth member mm-hmm. being the main event reveal sort of thing. Good hook, to be honest. Um, arguing backstage. What are you bloody doing? Roman's there. You could have even filmed this last week if necessary. If Roman's mm-hmm. not going to be there, he should be. It's a go-home show, for Christ's sake. Roman goes, enough of all this. You know, I'm the tribal chief and we get... This is war games. We're a family. These are just five lads who barely know each other, basically. It's not, it's not very oozy, all this. But, Sammy, you know, I know you're a part of the bloodline. I know you're oozy. I know you're basically an Uso. So much so that you're going to start the match for us. Because, like, Sammy Zayn's the only one who could maybe pull off in the right way, yeah. the numbers disadvantage constant, constantly. And I do like the idea of, right, it's, uh, let's say, let's start off with Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, because they have quite good matches, I seem to remember, together. And then whoever, Butch, comes in, right? And three, two, one, right, time for the first member of the, the bloodline to get involved. And Jimmy goes to go out, Roman stops him. Solo goes to go out, Roman stops him, and he goes... You go and help your brother, yeah, Jay. Yeah. Like, that's the only way it works for me. But I think I think it's Drew and Seamus getting the win tonight and probably at the weekend. What about if you want to have your goal cake and eat it too? You have the babyfaces, if it is the opener on SmackDown, the babyfaces win this tag match. And it's like, wow, that's a huge advantage. And Roman is in livid. I don't know if he's on the show tonight, but he rings Sammy. And, like, the bloodline are aware that he is absolutely livid. And the, the order is... Do something about this and do something about it tonight. Yeah. And it's not just interference in the butch match. They take him out. And the <sighs> idea is like they pilmanize his ankles, like take him all the way out. And the idea is it's effectively a four on four. Butch can still work the show, but he's coming up, turning up looking like Ricky Starks or something. Like he's, <laughs> he's as good as done. And he's pretty much going to have to crawl to Boston to get in the match because they've effectively made it a four on four. And that's the way that, just don't do it. Like, <laughs> here's me, like, and you, both of us doing, like, booking backflips. Yeah. Just do the same thing that's happened in every fucking war game since the dawn of fucking time. Like, it's okay. Nobody's going to be like, wait a minute, in the other war games, match, the heels are any yeah. better. Is something not on the up and yeah. up? Nobody was like, were well, the heels just using two-headed coins for 20 years? People mm. just went, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Like <laughs> makes complete sense, and it just tells the story well. Yeah, 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 yeah good. It's really easy sometimes, but anyway. One final question for you, Michael Hamflet. Um, as I mentioned, me and Hamflet are going to be doing the live stream. We're going to have, a, it's been ages. Helen Sells, our last one, yeah, I think. Cannot wait. I'm really excited about this, not just because of the show, but because it's you and I. Um, do join us for that on Saturday night, Sunday morning, UK time. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, I believe we're starting. Yeah. Um, as a result of that, though, of course, being British viewers and this not being a Saudi show, <laughs> weird to be like, oh, God, I miss those Saudi shows. It's... <laughs> It buggers up our entire sleep pattern. Yep. So generally what I do, mm-hmm. as a man with no children and responsibilities, <laughs> is attempt to train my body. It never works, but attempt to train my body by staying awake the night before, sort of napping in the day on Saturday, and then, boom, hopefully we'll be all right by the time Saturday night or Sunday morning 1 a.m. rolls around. Mm-hmm. So you've got to stay awake on, on Friday night. Bit of Wheel of Fortune in this show. It looks amazing. Anyway, yeah, I might have to load up the cereal, I think. Yeah! I know what you're saying. Uh, like, in your example, perfect plan. In my example, SmackDown finishes at 3 o'clock, and then I get about two and a half hours. <laughs> 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 Before that's the last sleep I get for about 24. 
Well, good luck, bro. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Sige will be back later on today to preview Rampage. Me, Hamflit, and Murray are going to be here with WrestleCulture Complete with the hashtag Blue Good Quiz later on today. You can still go and check out, as I said, our Survivor Series War Games extended preview from yesterday. And then me and Hamflit will be back in this studio at about 5am on Sunday morning yeah. reviewing this show so make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and our review will drop into your feed as soon as it is done but for now this has been the Smackdown preview my thanks to Michael Hambler thank you for joining us and we will see you soon Hold up what was that? Boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.